Also, don't forget to hit the subscribe and or follow button to get alerts when the newest episodes are released. Also, you can find the podcast on all your favorite platforms, including Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and more. Again, at all of your favorite podcast places. Again, don't forget to hit the subscribe button to get the uh, alerts when the newest episodes are released. Easy for me to say. Also, thank I'd like to thank my brother Landon Martin for the amazing artwork on the page. To see some more of his work, you can visit his Instagram at MrFancyLand. That is at F-R-F-A-N-C-Y-L-A-N. Coming up on today's episode, we're going to talk about what happened on Monday Night Raw on October 17th, 2022. As a big night as we knew Brock Lesnar was going to approach Bobby Lashley at some point on the night. We had a U.S. title match between Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle. We had Gallows and Anderson taking on the Alpha Academy. And a lot more going on through the night, but we'll start off about what happened to begin the night. As, well, as soon as we came onto the show, we just seen Bobby Lashley, Ben Sundance, asking uh, Brock Lesnar to come out here. Out of nowhere, of course, Brock Lesnar does come out. So right away, we have fireworks going out. These two start going at each other. Brock Lesnar's got advantage a little bit at the first, but we would see Bobby Lashley reverse it, push him into the ring post. Uh, he would be a little dazed for a second. Bobby Lashley would come out of nowhere with a spear through the barricade, knocking him down. Uh, then we would see him try to spear him uh, right on top of the announce table, which I think he was supposed to break at that point, but did not as they rolled over the announce table. Then we'd see Lashley finally pick up, pick him up, and throw him through the announce table and taking him out as we see Brock Lesnar laying on the ground beat up. Security, who was trying to keep Lashley back the whole time, could not do it as he just beat up the Beast Incarnate. So, amazing job by WWE on this one. Again, building up for their match at Crown Royal, which is going to be a great match you already know no matter what. Then we go into well, a lot of people thinking Lesnar's going to die in this match. That's how just Lesnar is. Lesnar just beats the crap out of everybody. And for the first time in a long time, I feel like it's very rare to see a pre-match thing. Lesnar get his ass whooped by somebody. And it be by Bobby Lashley works out perfectly. This, this now makes Lashley look strong. Makes him look good coming into this. Will something follow next week? We'll have to wait and see. The next couple weeks, I should say, before the pay-per-view coming up in a two... Saturdays from now, I believe it is. Uh, but either way, great job by WWE on this one, building up this rivalry. And again, I just like the way it began the show. We got right to the action. We didn't have to sit there and listen to someone talk for 20 minutes and everything like that. Okay, that's good to happen from time to time. But you had to mix it up every so often, I think, which WWE has been doing a good job since Triple H has taken over. Uh, again, a beautiful start to WWE. We're all to keep everybody invested now into the show. And what well, was a pretty good show overall. Uh, next, we'll talk about what happened here with Seth Rollins. There's a lot of things kind of tangled up into this one. Uh, Seth Rollins came out uh, to do a promo talking about how he has won the United States Championship and how he is uh, pretty much just bragging about how he is a champion. Uh, crowd, of course, loving it, singing with him and talking about everything. And he was eating off the crowd uh, quite a bit throughout his promo. Uh, very good job. Uh, then out came Mustafa Ali, which is, again, great to see him back on TV. He's now been on second TV for the second time and. I think three weeks it's been now. So, again, good to see him uh, back in it. It looks like he's 
going to be getting into the title picture pretty soon here. Uh, pretty much reminding him that, he, uh, pretty much guy in front of Seth Rollins' race, reminding him that Lashley promised him a title match at some point. Uh, and he was hoping Rollins would honor that. Of course, Rollins won the U.S. Championship last week over Bobby Lashley after being attacked by Brock Lesnar before the match. Uh, Rollins would uh, tell him to get in the back line because uh, he has riddled the focus on uh, tonight, with uh, Monday night, uh, the championship being on the line in the main event. Uh, Rollins ended up giving Ali uh, some severe compliments, uh, pretty much talking about how great he is in the ring and all that stuff like that, but told them... Uh, would, oh, well, during those competitions, say he would end up punching him in the face, knocking him down. Uh, we'd see Ben Rollins beat the living crap out of him. Uh, we've seen Ali try to get a little bit of advantage. He jumped at his back at one point. Uh, but then we'd see Rollins beat him up once again, throwing him into the post and pretty much knocking him right down, uh, leaving him injured outside the ring. Uh, it was a good promo by Rollins. Uh, I think this build, this, of course, I'll talk a little bit more about the Ali thing as he uh, tries to build up for that title shot, which I think would be a great match to see Rollins and Ali go one-on-one -on -one each other. I think that might be happening to be happening at Crown Jewel. Uh, but again, uh, we'll go into that in a little bit more detail as the night goes on. As we, we'll t he, Some things happen during the Riddle-Rollins uh, match. Before we get into that match, even we had a little bit of a surprise. Not a surprise, but it was announced last week that Elias has made his return as his first time being in front of the crowd in many, many months since, he, or since his brother Ezekiel. Was there, I mean, still trying to figure out who's who, I guess, at points. Uh, but again, Elias is back. Uh, he is taking over his brother, who has apparently announced his retirement from wrestling. And we were about to get a performance by Elias. And right when Marty's about to begin, uh, Riddle's music hits. He comes out, he goes up some bongos and wants to play a duet with him. So then he's like, all right, fine, whatever, you can join me. That's cool. So then when he starts playing, this, like 10 seconds into playing, right when he's about to sing, Seth Rollins' music hits. And he comes out and interrupts him, and it's pretty much will start off the match between Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle for the United States Championship. Elias was ringside. And during this match, Elias became a kind of big factor in this one as Rollins would get in Elias' face and end up shoving him. Uh, so we would see uh, Elias get into Rollins as the ref was distracted, and giving him a flying knee, throwing him back in the ring, giving Riddle a little bit of advantage. Uh, then later on, we'd see Elias get a little bit more involved in this match as he got, as Riddle would keep talking to him. Finally, we would see. Uh, Seth Rollins end up you baiting Elias into the ring, uh, pushing Riddle into Elias, knocking them both down. He'd end up hitting the stop on Riddle, picking up the one through two, three, and pick up the victory and retaining his United States Championship. But he was not done there. As he saw Elias on the ground, he would run over, stop Elias on the ground, taking him out. And then as he was getting ready for another stop, Ali would come out once here again, start attacking uh Rollins taking him out for a little while and beating the living crap out of him before he had to retreat. And that would uh, be how the show would end. But a good, I think a good way to end the show. Uh, I think this might be, <laughs> could possibly lead to a fatal four-way match at some point for the United States Championship between Riddle, Ali, uh, Riddle, Ali, Elias, and Rollins. Uh, would be happy with that too. I think that'd be a fantastic match as well. So we'll see if all four of these men get involved in the US title picture. Uh, but again, so far it looks like we're going to have an Ali Riddle match, uh, Ali Rollins match, to say, sooner rather than them later. Uh, but overall, a good, uh, solid main event to end the show. Um, hopefully, again, I'm hoping that the bro, uh, excuse me, Riddle and Rollins uh, rivalry has come to an end now. We, we've seen that a little bit too much now. It's time to build something new between these two, I feel like. I think Ali versus Rollins would be a great rivalry to have. Even if we get Elias versus Rollins as well, I think that'd be a good one. So we'll see what the direction goes for WWE. But right now, it's somewhat looking like we might have a fatal format at Crown Jewel. But again, we'll have to wait and see what happens next week to kind of figure that out. But so, guys, leave us on a hip, uh, 
cliffhanger on who is going to be the next contender for that United States Championship. Next, we have the return match for Giles and Anderson as the OC will take on the Alpha Academy of Chad Gable and Otis. Uh, Gable and Anderson started off this match and did a great job at the fast-paced action between these two. Uh, before the two big men, Anderson and Otis, would take control of the match and show off their power. Uh, while both teams did get some great offenses, it was a great match for the OC. They looked good in their first match back in the WWE. And Gable and Otis, who are two of the best guys in the ring in all of WWE, uh, were able to show off not only their talents, but also their opponents' talents, uh, taking some good sells here and living up to what they are good for right now. And that is getting people promoted up. And at some point here, I feel like we got to give a good push for Chris, uh, Chad Gable and Otis. They've been killing it the last month, uh, year, it seems like. And I think they... Deserve a little bit more credit than they are due. But overall, the OC would pick up the win of the Magic Killer uh, in a clean victory. Uh, but as they were celebrating, uh, Styles was joining them at the ring as inside the ring as well. Uh, the Judgment Day would come out and confront them. Uh, they pretty much would have Finn Balor pretty much talk about how they were part of the club. Speaking of the Bullet Club back in New Japan uh, that, of course, Finn Balor created. And talk about if it weren't for him, this club wouldn't even exist and everything they're doing wouldn't even exist. Uh, then the two would go back and forth, and Dominic would get involved, which would end up uh, prompting a match between the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, taking on Dominic Mysterio, which would happen uh, later on in the night. And speaking of that match, let's go into it right now. Uh, the Judgment Day would follow uh, Mysterio out to the ring, as the OC would be with also AJ Styles. As we would see the phenomenal one pretty much dominate majority of the match, and the only time that Mysterio had an opportunity to take advantage when Real Ripley was able to get distractions in. Uh, again, pretty much a Dominant match by and Styles mostly. Again, I wouldn't say Mysterio got too much offense in. Uh, but thanks to a little bit of a distraction by uh, Rhea Ripley. she had, I think she got him grabbing his leg. Dominic would ever get a roll up and surprisingly pick up a pinfall victory over AJ Styles. So a big shocker on that one as, again, Dominic Mysterio picks up a win over AJ Styles. Uh, it was a pretty good match. It wasn't anything special or anything. But I think it did a good job for the storytelling. Uh, story, I pretty much kind of showing that Dominic, yes, he's not a dominant wrestler, but with the help of Judgment Day, he's going to improve more and more. Uh, but it's good to see a surprise because I don't think anybody would have thought Mysterio would have beat AJ Styles. So the shock was a good uh, little refreshing thing again, keep you involved in the story, not knowing what's going to happen. Uh, but again, this is going to advance the story. And uh, we did get it uh, told actually during the promo between uh, Judgment Day and the OC that that is going to be a match at. The Crown Jewel pay-per-view, the OC go taking on Judgment Day. So again, another good match that will take place at that Crown Jewel pay-per-view. Uh, can't wait to see that and we'll see if it maybe bleeds into Survivor Series a little bit as well. Uh, but in this one, Dominic Mysterio picking up a shocking role victory on AJ Styles. Next, we had Damage Control taking on Bianca Belair and Candice LeRae in a tag team match. As in for Damage Control was Dakota Kai and Neil Sky, the tag team women's champions. As uh, this match, uh, good job by every woman in this match. I think they did a good job all getting their own little unique stuff in there. And this was a long match too, so it's good, a uh, good chance for these women to display themselves a little bit. Uh, so they had their time, uh, a lot of time to show themselves off and take uh, advantage of this as Sky and where they were the ones that uh, had a nice exchange to begin this match. Uh, LeRae would start getting beat up by Sky and Io, uh, which will allow uh, Sky and Kai, I should say, not Io. But uh, Bianca Belair came in and started uh, showing off her dominance as the Raw Women's Champion, beating up on everybody, uh, knocking everybody down left and right. Uh, 
until the point where Bianca would get distracted by Bailey. Uh, she just started going after Bailey. Those two were attacking each other. Uh, going, uh, she was going after Bailey. Uh, uh, Sky and Kai were able to beat up on the Ray and pick up the one, two, three, and that cost them the victory of her getting distracted by Bailey. Uh, so again. A way to kind of make everybody look good in this match overall. I think everybody did look good in this match. It was a good match overall. Um, and everybody looked clean through it because, of course, uh, LeRae got beat up by two women at once. So, you not expect her to win that kind of fight. And Bianca Belair was distracted by Bailey, which cost him the match. So, again, kind of at, leading a little more to uh, another match possibly between Bianca Belair and Bailey. And I said, I think Bailey might end up taking the title next time they fight each other. I guess that is just my opinion, and we'll have to wait and see what happens. Uh, but this could be interesting to see where this will lead to here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I don't think it's going to lead to a match at Crown Jewel, of course. But we could see this at Survivor Series. Uh, Bailey versus Bianca Belair. And some, I wouldn't be surprised if there's another stipulation match between these two as well. But again, Damon controls Dakota, uh, Dakota Kai and Neil Sky beat Bianca Belair and Candice Rowley. Next, we had another return, another surprise return, I guess you could say, on to Monday Night Raw. As many know, might know, Rey Mysterio is now over on SmackDown after getting traded over there. And part of the trade had Baron Corbin coming over to Monday Night Raw as he was introduced out to the arena by his new manager, John Bradshaw Layfield. JBL came out uh, to introduce his new protege. And pretty much he had a promo talking about how much Oklahoma sucks and how much Texas is better. Uh, talking about the Red River rivalry where Texas beat the living hell out of Oklahoma. Which we had Corbin come out. And then we had uh, Bradshaw said that he scheduled a match for Corbin to take on Ziggler. Which ended up happening soon after. In the show, uh, we had a pretty pretty competitive match between these two. Uh, back and forth. as A pretty longer match too. I think there's a couple commercial breaks during this match as well. So uh, both these guys go back and forth for a while. Uh, but at the end, we would see uh, Corbin end up picking up the victory as he's just a bit too more powerful than Ziggler to take him out with the end of days. Uh, overall, good match. Again, nothing memorable for these two guys, two veterans in the ring. Uh, but again, nothing crazy in this match. A good match just to kind of show off Corbin a little bit, get people get him back in mind and show off his moves once again. Uh, overall, for the return of Corbin, would have liked a better uh, clothing, I guess you could say. I guess I can't remember the word I'm trying to use here, but uh, I think his dress just wasn't. It just seemed like a little bland to me. I think if he should have maybe dressed like JBL or something like that, kind of if he's gonna be under JBL, get something unique like JBL, like even have BC on his pants or something like that, like the JBL logo on there. I think that would have been great, but again, they kind of dropped the ball on his dress code, I guess you could say. Uh, Overall, again, just a good match. It didn't really stand out at all or anything, but uh, hopefully they can kind of build up more on this Baron Corbin JBL character here as time goes on. JBL is absolutely fantastic on commentary, by the way. I should mention that. Love hearing JBL. He's always a fun guy to listen to. Uh, but overall, okay match between these two, but Baron Corbin pick up the win on his first match back in his new repackage. So we'll see what Baron Corbin and JBL have in store for Monday Night Raw. Last thing that happened, talk about what happened on the night, as there was supposed to be a match between The Miz and Dexter Loomis. If Dexter Loomis won, he'd get a contract in WWE, but as Dexter Loomis was making his way out to the ring, uh, The Miz would end up taking him out with a steel chair and repeatedly hitting him at least a, over a dozen times, it seemed like a dozen times at least, and then wrapping up with a skull-crushing finale to not onto the chair to take him out completely. 
So there was no match of the night. Even at the beginning of the night, we'd see The Miz trying to fake a knee injury throughout the show to get out of facing Loomis. But uh, Jenny Gunn ended up exposing him and ruining his chance of getting out of the match. Uh, so he took matters into his own hand and took out Loomis before he even got into the ring. So I would not be surprised if we get a, another match between Loomis and Miz coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a uh, Nose Hold Bars match or something like that. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, big for an interesting main event for Monday Night Raw, to be honest with you. So again, we'll see what this leads to. But as of right now, the Miz finally, finally got revenge on Dexter Loomis. And can you actually really blame the guy if the guy's creeping around your house and around your car? Uh, grabbing you from behind, just choking you out and petting you. Would you? I think I don't blame him for wanting to smack him with the steel chair about a hundred times because he got all of his rage out all at once. Again, don't blame the dude, but I also love the character of Dexter Lewis. I'm excited to see what they'll kind of do more here as uh, the story builds, but hopefully they kind of wrap this one up pretty soon here because it's starting to lose its taste, I feel like, as well. So hopefully we get this match in the next couple weeks. Dexter Lewis, of course, is going to win and get his WWE contract. And then hopefully we uh, start a new rivalry for Dexter Lewis and see where this character will end up going here into the future. But for Monday Night Raw overall, I thought it was a pretty good show. A lot of great action through it. Uh, again, great to see Mustafa Ali back on the show. And it looks like he is going to be set up for a United States Championship match against Seth Rollins. Uh, beginning of the show with Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley fighting each other was absolutely brilliant. Great to see Bobby Lashley get the advantage in that one and get a uh, big pop from the crowd and also make him look very strong in that one. Great to see Elias is back as well. Kind of interesting to see where he's going to lead into this as he might be going back into the U.S. picture as well. Uh, Giles Anderson looked fantastic in their first match back in WWE as they set up a match as the OC of uh, Styles, Giles, and Anderson will take on the Judgment Day Mysterio uh, Balor and Priest at Crown Jewel. Also on the night, Dominic Mysterio picking up a very surprising victory over AJ Styles. Diamonds to control, Eo Sky and Dakota Kai picking up a win over Belair and LeRae. Uh, Baron Corbin making his return also, uh, beating Dolph Ziggler with, a, uh, with JBL by his side, which is always cool to see JBL back in WWE ring. Uh, we'll see what his management will be able to do for Baron Corbin. And, of course, the future of The Miz and Loomis. We'll have to see where that leads to here in the future. But overall, I think it was a great episode of Raw. A lot of great things happening. Uh, excited to see what this U.S. picture is going to look like here in the future. I think a lot of great things can come out of that. Uh, again, well, hopefully we'll get to see some great matches from Ali. As hopefully he gets some more TV time as well. He definitely deserves it. He's one of the best guys in ring, definitely. Uh, again, we can't wait to see what this Bobby Lashley and Bobby Lashley match is going to look like here at Extreme Rules. That's going to be a nasty match and pretty exciting match as well. And uh, we'll see what happens with Bianca Baylor and ba uh, Bailey as well. As that, it looks like it's setting up for another title match between the two. Uh, be interested to see what the stipulation will be for that match, possibly as well. But overall, a great episode of Monday Night Raw again, building up for next week to see, wondering what's going to happen. Uh, a lot of great things happening here in WWE right now. A lot of exciting, exciting things happen. As once again, we are two Saturdays away. From the Crown Rule pay-per-view in just a, over a month from the Survivor Series War Games pay-per-view. Can't wait to see who's going to be involved in those War Game matches as well. Uh, if you've not watched the ones on NXT, definitely recommend you go back and watch those. Every one of those War Games matches were fantastic. Uh, can't wait to see what the main roster will be able to do with those matches as well. But that is all the wrestling I was talking about here today. Thank you guys for joining me. For the latest information on the show, you can follow it on Twitter and like it on Facebook at Cold Talk. That is at C-O-L-E-T-A-L-K. On there you can message me questions or topics on the show. You can retweet with me during the events. I love to hear what you guys have to say. 
Also, don't forget to hit subscribe and or follow button to get alerts when the newest episode released. All the podcasts are on all the major platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, wherever you have a major podcast, uh, Cold Talk is on there. So again, don't forget to hit subscribe and follow button to get alerts when those new episodes are released. Uh, speaking of those new episodes, uh, my sports podcast will be coming out along with this raw episode, so make sure you take a look at that. We're talking about the MLB playoffs. The middle series will be wrapping up here, and we'll begin right for the AL and NL championship series. Also, maybe talking about the NFL, what happened last week in the NFL, what happened in college football, a lot of great games in college football last week. The NBA season is starting this week, NHL also going underway as well right now. Uh, UFC 282 coming up this Saturday, and also NASCAR starting off the round of eight last Sunday. Who would dance and is going to the champion four? I talk about all that on the sports podcast, so thank you for listening on that one. Coming up on Wednesday, I'll be talking about what happened on WWE's NXT and also AEW, which is happening on Tuesday night. Uh, also, we will be talking about the NFL in uh, another episode. We'll talk about what happened in Week 6 in the NFL. We'll talk about my predictions for Week 7 and who I think is going to win those games. So don't miss that. And then we'll go to Friday where we'll be talking about what happened a preview for the eight, uh, excuse me, WWE NXT paper, uh, preview live event. Halloween Havoc, we'll go over all those matches and who I think are going to win those matches. Then uh, we'll go into Saturday, we'll talk about what happened on WWE SmackDown. Sunday, we'll talk about what happened during the Halloween Havoc uh, premium live event and my reaction to all that. We'll be right back around Tuesday where we have to talk about, again, Monday Night Raw and also my sports podcast podcast will be released that day. So again, keep an eye on all those episodes. Make sure you subscribe so you get alerts when all those episodes are released. Again, thank you guys for joining me today. I am your host, Cole Martins, and you guys all have a great day.